Okay, I just want to read uh, up to verse 3 to start with. Joshua 18 verse 1. The whole assembly of the Israelites gathered at Shiloh and set up the tent of meeting there. The country was brought under their control. But there were still seven Israelite tribes who had not yet received their inheritance. Verse 3. So Joshua said to the Israelites, How long will you wait before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? You know, the nation of Israel, they have been in the wilderness. After they left Egypt, they were in the wilderness for 40 years and even more, over 40 years. Because Caleb said, now I'm 85. You know, it's like 40-something years in the wilderness. And that season in the wilderness was over. And now God begins to do a new thing. God is ready to lead them into the promised land. So the old season was over. This is a season of grace. This is a season where the promises of God are being fulfilled. This is a season where they are entering into the promises of God. But when we read the scripture, we see that the nation of Israel, some of the tribes begin to move in to the promised land. They begin to conquer, they begin to take on the enemies, the nations that has occupied their land, the land that God has given to them. And they are successful in possessing the land and entering into their inheritance. But in verse 3 of this verse in Joshua, or verse 2, rather, verse 2, But there were still seven Israelite tribes who had not yet received their inheritance. There are still seven Israelite tribes who had not yet received their inheritance. You know, the reason why they did not receive is not because God is not giving to them. It's not because God is not releasing to them. It is because they fail to respond to the word of God. They fail to move. And that's the biggest problem. They are the people who have been watching. They've seen the other five tribes moving in, conquer the land, take possession of the land, enjoy the promises of God. But yet they are still waiting. They are still wondering. There are still doubts in their heart. They are still not making the decision to move in. You know, many of us, God has been preparing us for a long time concerning the kingdom of God. It's just like the nation of Israel. They've been prepared for 40 years, a long, long time. Now it's time to go in. Now it's time to move. And yet they are not moving. God has been talking to us about the kingdom of God. You know, some of us, we hear the the, the messages about the kingdom of God. We are excited. It's fantastic. 
We have seen others who have taken the word and moved in and how God has blessed them, how God has confirmed the word. But yet many of us, we are still waiting. We still haven't made the change. We still haven't made the move. We see that it's good. We know that it's good. We've seen that it's good. But for us personally, somehow it's the same old day. But it's a new season. But it's the same old day. It's time that God is releasing us land and promises and so on. But we have not experienced it. And the amazing thing is, seven tribes, more than half, have not entered into the promised land. More than half. So this morning we need to ask ourselves, have we laid hold of the message of the kingdom? Have we entered in? Have we made advancement, moving towards the promises that God has given to us individually as an individual and as a church? You know, when we are stuck, when we are not moving, how can we break through so that we can enter into the promise of God. You know, when you are moving with God, you are moving in the vision, the purpose of God, it's easy. Because you're constantly thinking about what is the next move, the advancement and so on. Isn't that so? The vision continues to grow, the vision continues to expand as you move forward. But the problem is when you are stuck, when you are not moving, when you are not breaking through, how can you break through? How can you enter into your promise? The, the promises that God has given to you. I pray that this year, 2018, every one of us will understand this season is a new season. It's a season for us to enter into the inheritance that God has given to us. It's a season for us to enter into the promises of God. This is sure. If you come back and tell me I didn't enter, then you ask yourself why. Why didn't I enter? Why five tribes has got into their land? The tribes of Joseph. They've occupied the land, they've enjoyed. Why am I still wandering outside? So how? How can we break through? Let's Look at verse 3 again. So, Joshua said to the Israelites, How long will you wait before you begin to take possession of the land that the Lord, the God of your fathers, has given you? How long will you wait? So, Joshua put the responsibility upon the Israelites. It's not God. God has already declared this is a new season. This is a season where you enter and take your promised land. But the responsibility lies on the people. And Joshua said, how long are you going to wait? How long? Some of us are so careful. Oh, we don't want to make a mistake. So we wait and we see and we see and we wait and see and we never do anything. 
and time has just passed by. Before you know it, you're still waiting, you're still wondering, but it's time to go down to the earth. You've done nothing. You've done nothing wrong, yeah, but you've done nothing right. You're just living, you're just surviving. You're not doing anything. Do you know in the process of moving into the promises of God, there will be setback. There will be problems. Let's face it. Let's be real. You know, we thank God for what we have done. But do you know, on the way, there are failures. Thank God for the media. But do you know, when we started the media, we wanted to, to go into commercial. It wasn't successful. But thank God, we acquired a skill. We learned something out of those experiences that are, that's being used for What's happening now? Nothing is wasted. There will be setback. There will be failure. There will be problems. So you can't be just sitting down there and wait and wondering and thinking and looking. and No. It's time to move in. You will make mistakes for sure. But move. Because this is a season to take your inheritance. So Joshua said to the Israelites, how long? How long are you going to wait? And this morning, those of us who are not moving, I'm going to ask you the same question. How long are you going to wait before you move, before you take possession of the promises of God? Do you know the danger when you waited too long? Seasons come and seasons go. That's part of life, whether you like it or not. No season ever stay forever. They come, they go. And when that season comes, if you do not move, when the season is over, another season will come. But you have missed everything of the previous season. And you may not be able to enter the new season because you didn't go through the last season. And that's the danger. And Joshua begins to realize, hey, look, you guys are waiting too long. And if you don't know it, before you know it, the season is over, you will miss the promised land, and you will never enter into it. So that's why Joshua says something is wrong. And that's why he gathered them there and asked them and questioned them and said, how long are you going to wait? Because that season may be over soon if you don't act. Okay, so how? How do we break through when we are stuck, when we are not uh, moving? How do we break through? Let's read on verse 4 to verse 6. Verse 4, yeah. Verse 4. Appoint three men from each tribe. I will send them out to make a survey of the land and to write a description of it according to the inheritance of each. Then they will return to me. You are to divide the land into seven parts. Judah is to remain in its territory on the south and the house of Joseph in the territory of the north. After you have written descriptions of the seven parts of the land, bring them here to me and I will cast lots for you in the presence of the Lord our God. So in order for us who are stuck, who somehow are waiting, are just thinking and wondering, 
In order for you to break through, you have to begin to plan, design a strategy how you're going to break forth, how you're going to move in. That's the first step. You must have a strategy. You must have a plan. If you ask yourself, why have I been waiting for so long? Have I got a plan? I can guarantee none of you have a plan. That's why you're not breaking through. So if you want to break through, you got to have a plan. And that's why Joshua called the people and tell them, now this is what you do. That's a plan. That's a plan. So what's the plan? How do we plan? What's the strategy? He said, appoint three men from each tribe. I will send them out to make a survey of the land and to write a description of it according to the inheritance of each. Then they will return to me. Report back to me. Appoint three men from each tribe. You see, when if you are cell leader this morning, if your cell members are not moving, if you ask them to move, they will still not move. You have to come in and say, Now, this is what we will do. We're going to group together, these three of us, and we are going to do this and that and that and that and that. Because you can't leave it to those people who are forever wondering and waiting. Some people are like that. They need people to push them. And this is what happened. Joshua need to come and take control. He cannot leave it to them to conquer the land. He said, now, this is how you do it. Organize, appoint three leaders from each tribe. Do you know, he has seen it all before, 40 over years ago, when Moses said, appoint a leader from each tribe. And it failed. So Joshua knew you cannot just leave it to one person. You you need to to form that that leadership team. You need to have three persons, not one. Three. And three represent unity. The Trinity, God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, they're in perfect unity. So it may not be just three. Come on, let's not be so religious. It must be three. It cannot be two. It cannot be five. No, it means unity. There is a unity in that leadership team. We need leadership team to spearhead things. Not one person. Definitely not one person. Because Joshua has seen it all. It failed. Remember the 12 spies who went to the promised land? Cain came back with bad report. One from each tribe. So Joshua said, no, this time choose three from each tribe. So we need, in order to break through, we need to have a leadership team. We need to have unity because there will be some weaker one among the team. It happens. And we need them. Because they have a different dimension than us. But 
they need help, they need others to stand alongside them so that to, in order to spearhead the project, you cannot leave it to these people. They will not get things done. So Joshua say, appoint three leaders on each track. So you understand? You know, so in order for us to break through in our cell group, you know, we cannot leave it to the leaders. Leaders, you know, when you are just trying to lead your cell group and your members are not responding, you know the kind of feeling. We need people to come alongside together. And so that's why each one of us here, you've got to rise up. You've got to rise up. Don't just sit there and wait. The time is now. Now that we are to rise up and take possession of the inheritance that God has given to us. So what are the leaders to do? Appoint them. Appoint them. Okay, in order to appoint, you need to know the criteria, the kind of person that we need to appoint, right? The qualities that we are looking for in order to appoint the leaders. And Joshua knew to have the right leadership is very, very important. Because the last time when they appointed 12, they didn't have the right leadership. Everything rise and fall because of the leaders, whether you like it or not. A nation rise and nation fall because of the leader. So leadership is so important. We got to have the right leadership in place. So you got to appoint the right kind of leaders. So when we are to appoint the right kind of leaders, what are the qualities that we are looking for? Acts 6 verse 3. You know, the church was in a crisis. There could be potential split among the different racial ethnic groups because they're not happy with one another, how they treat one another. And so they have to appoint leaders to stand in place to help lead the church forward. And so, in Acts 6 verse 3, the apostle tell them, he said, Brothers, choose seven men from among you who are known to be full of the Spirit and wisdom. We will turn this responsibility over to them. You have to choose people who are known to be full of the Holy Spirit and wisdom. The two things that is mentioned here. Full of the Holy Spirit and full of wisdom. You know, we cannot appoint people who seem to be full of the Holy Spirit. You know, they, 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 they seem to be able to receive things. But we need people who are full of wisdom. Who understand. Who are able to receive information. And then able to analyze them and able to come and form the right judgment and conclusion. These are people with wisdom. Wisdom. They have knowledge. They have understanding. They know how to deal with information that they receive and come to the right conclusion. You know, in this day and age, people are talking about uh, artificial intelligence, data, information, you need to analyze them and, and, and then or let the computer help you to analyze it. 
in order to make the right decision, business decision, whether you're going to merge the company, whether you're going to list the company, whether you're going to expand into the area. You know, this day and age, the world is talking about wisdom, knowing how to use the information that they can gather in order to make the right decision. And in church, oh, we are too spiritual. We just focus on revelation. We don't spend time in analyzing. We don't spend time in gathering information. We don't spend time in research. But in order for us to move forward, we need that. We need that. Joshua didn't tell the people, come, gather the people. Now I'm going to lead you and charge forward because God is giving us a land and I'm the man of God. He didn't say that. He said, go, appoint three leaders and I will send them out to survey the land. It is not good enough based on hearsay. It's not good enough from the bits and, and pieces of information from this one and that one about the land. No, you go and survey the land. You go and gather information because we need wisdom. We need to know how to prepare to advance, to attack, and to occupy the land. We need to know the strength of the enemy. We need to know the weakness of the enemy. We need to know where the buildings are, the roads are, how they are. You see, to be well informed is to be well equipped. If you don't know anything, you just say, you know, I'm the man of God. I have faith. I move forward. Well, you try. Sometimes you're lucky. I say lucky. You got it. But other times you fall fat on your face because you did not do your homework. You did not do your research. You know, it's not a coincidence Moses was sent from Egypt into the desert for 40 years before he became the leaders of the nation of Israel. Because God needed Moses to understand the desert, the wilderness, the in and out, the, the weather condition, the, the so on. Because he's going to be a leader. He's going to lead the people in the desert. Now, Moses needs all this information, this knowledge. Otherwise, he will be frightened if he's just kept in the palace. You know, some of us are kept in the palace. We see a spider, we scream. How are we going to lead people in the desert where there are scorpions, where there are uh, poisonous snakes? You're going to faint as a leader. So God sent Moses from the palace into the wilderness so that he has all the knowledge he knows, nighttime, the condition. You know, he knows because he lived there. And now he's ready, now he's equipped to lead the nation. We need information. We need knowledge. We need to do research. We need understanding. We need to analyze. Discern. You know, people who tell you things most of the time, well, even if it's 5% incorrect, if you believe everything, you will suffer great loss. Hardly anyone can give you 100% accurate information. You've got to get it from here, there, and, 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 and make it out. What is the real picture? Otherwise, you make the wrong decision and you'll cause disaster. Because everyone speaks from their own perspective. 
But, Mo, but Joshua needed the people to see the big picture. You see, those people will come and whisper and tell them, hey, the land is like this. Uh, and I tell you, I've got secret information the ten, that the land is like this. Uh, they are looking at it from their perspective. They're not trying to lie to you, but that's all they can see. But it's wrong because they can't see the full picture. And Joshua is saying, you go and survey the land. Go, not only survey, write down. In other words, details. Details. Without details, you are not able to make right decisions. We can't, in this day and age, we can't afford to just base on hearsay and superficial understanding information. You need details. And it's a serious task. He didn't just send and survey and then come and tell me. No. You survey, you write down. That means details. So that you don't forget everything you not, you, you not down. Because we are going to take the land. We're going to possess the land. This is what you need to do. So, when Jesus called them to the land, He said, survey. So, if you are breaking out into an area that God is calling you to, a new area, have you done your research? Today, information are just readily available. You just go on the net. You can get all kinds of information. Have you done your research? Have you read enough about what you are venturing into? Or are you being presumptuous? Thinking this is how we do it. You know, when we do things, a lot of times, I do a lot of research. I go on the net. Want to buy certain things, I go on the net. I try. Get the right people. If I can get the opinion, because I need right information. I don't need necessary people tell me cheap information. Do you know we can get our LED screen totally free because someone was willing to buy it for us, but we didn't take on that. Pastor, you're crazy. Pastor, you got a lot of money. No. Because we want the best. Okay? We don't want to just, because someone give, we just take. I want, I want to be sure this is what is required. Not because it's free. That's how we move. Okay? There are things we take for free, but not this. Right? So, uh, so that's why we need, we need information. We need to make the right decision in order to move forward. So choose men, three leaders from your midst. How do you appoint them? Men full of spirit, full of wisdom, full of wisdom. I will send them out, verse 3, I will send them out to make a survey of the land and to write a description of it according to the inheritance of each. Then they will return to me. You see, many times we are waiting for God. We're waiting for God to do things. Joshua has been waiting for 40 years. He knew if God don't move, you can't move. 
So it, it's not that he don't know how to wait. He know how to wait. He has been waiting for 40 years. But he knows this is a new season. This is not time to wait. This is a time to move. This is a time to go. This is a time to possess. He knew the season. So we need to know how to wait, but we need to know when to move. And now is the time to move. Joshua is placing the responsibility upon us who are to inherit God's promises. We got to do our part. We got to do our part. We got to prepare. Whatever you need to do, you need to do in order to enter into the promise of God. Otherwise, it will not happen. And verse 5, you are to divide the land into seven parts. Judah is to remain in its territory on the south and the house of Joseph in its territory on the north. After you have written descriptions of the seven parts of the land, bring them here to me and I will cast lots for you in the presence of the Lord our God. Our inheritance ultimately is depending on God, right? So they go in, survey the land, they divide the land into seven pieces because the seven tribes need to inherit the land. But which tribe get which piece? They don't know. They have to come back to Joshua and Joshua has to cast lots and that finally determines which tribe will occupy that piece of land. Right? So we need to do our parts. We leave the result to God. He will do what is right. He will assign us a portion that is ours. But we need to do our parts. Survey the land, divide the land, submit it under the leadership of Joshua, the leader, for Joshua to cast lot for them in the presence of God. Okay, so that's my emphasis. We need to do what we need to do and leave God to do His part. Okay? And so you see, Judah... And Joseph, they already inherit the land. One on this side and that side. You know, nobody is to touch them because they have inherited their land. They will remain there. Okay, it's only the new land that they go and survey is to be divided into seven parts. So God protects our inheritance. If you... By the grace of God, you have obeyed God and you have entered in, you have taken your promised land. No one is going to take it away from you because God will protect it. But as to our inheritance, you know, we do our part and God will lead us into our promised land. God wants us to take responsibility. So this is a new year. This is a year that God wants us to rise up, wants us to move and take our inheritance. Not just thinking, not just wondering, not just keep listening. No, but it's time to move. Okay, so there will be challenging times. There will be problems, for sure. The enemies are there. They are real. You've got to fight. You've got to have victory. So there will be challenges. But we know this is God's season. We will take possession of those lands. And what do we need? We need to be full of the Holy Spirit. We need to be filled with wisdom. Wisdom. So you need knowledge. You need to do your research. You need to survey. You need to find out everything you can and make the right decision in those 
areas where God is leading you to. Okay? So do your homework, do your part, and move. Don't just sit there and wait because it will not come that way. So this morning, uh, that's the message that I want to share with you that this year is a very, very crucial year. year where you can enter into the promises, the inheritance of God. It's too long you've been waiting and God is also getting impatient. How long are you going to wait? It's time to rise up. It's time to go in and take possession of our inheritance. So, Start to plan if you have not got a plan. Start to work out. Start to gather information so that you will know what to do. Don't sit there and say, I don't know. I don't know what to do. No, never say that. Move. Get somebody who can help you if you need to. You know, form a team if you don't know how to do it. Get people to be there so that you can get the things done. Amen. Shall we rise?